Hold on to your butt. I'm quite surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Joey Clark. Welcome to it. It's been a long day, but now, like I was telling y'all off air, this is like the oasis. In the studio, we got, well, returning guest, D'Anthony Turner. D'Anthony, how you doing? I'm good, man. Thank you for having me back. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. I don't know, it just feels like home every time I come on your show, Joe. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it does, man. It's it just home feels home. And you introduced me to this yeah, guy man. on the show uh, for the first time. Taj Maverick, one of, the, uh, one of the newest R&B sensations of Montgomery. It's, it's not really R&B. It's like pop and yeah. uh, a combination of different kind of uh, uh, tones of music. Music, man. Exactly, exactly. What's up, Joey? What's up? And this is you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. Thank you for having me here, man. Seriously. Oh, absolutely. And, and DeAnthony, thank you for also introducing me to this great man. You know, oh, I yeah, appreciate man. you. I like to have people around me who like women. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there you go. Yeah, somebody who can introduce me to a lot of women. I have them around me, and your music is full of women getting stuff. You know? I appreciate it. Oh, appreciate yeah. It. <laughs> I was listening last night. Thank you for sending me some tracks. That was, uh, I like, well, There not there one line? Where you said I'm, I'm gonna have you saying no. I'm gonna have you singing in tongue, singing my name in tongue. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, see, that was uh, the artist um, Echo Azor, and uh, he featured on that track, and yeah, he he came through and gave me some soul on that on that on that verse. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, when I heard that line, yeah, I was so. like, yeah, well, there you go. Well, you gotta try it though. You know what I'm saying? You hear something like that, you gotta see it, if you can really make a woman, you know, <laughs> echo, you, you know. And, oh man. Oh no, I thought when I was younger I'd done a good job, but then like you know, in the last few years, when I heard somebody <laughs> going like. Shut <laughs> what did I do? Did I break this person? Oh, I'm right, man. Oh, my goodness. You ain't did it unless she signed a warrant on you the next day. So <laughs> no. <laughs> now, uh, Taj, you're from here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm from uh, Montgomery, Alabama. Born and raised, for sure. Nice, nice. Yeah. And, uh, like, this is your first time, like, jumping into music, throwing out some what original not? music? Honestly, or? honestly, Joey, uh, you know, I was blessed to uh, love music from an early age. Um, we were kids. A gentleman named Bal Fam uh, took us on his wing, and uh, we were a group called Legacy Related. And uh, we went on our first big appearance was on BT, The Monique Show. Okay. We was on there with Marsha Ambrosius, uh, Star Jones, Adrian Holmes, and we performed on there. And then from there, it started spreading like wildfire. Uh, we went to BT, The Apollo, you know, and we got to we got to actually grace the stage where a lot of other legends were, you know. So that was it. it was a lot for us at a young age, and you know. Like most people, like I'll tell anybody who's young right now in the game uh, coming up, you know, um, take it, don't take it for granted. You know, right. at that age, we took it for granted, you know, sadly. And we um, came back home, got the big head, and we stopped working as hard. And so, you know, life went on. I realized I had to get a, uh, a job to support myself because I don't want to be one of those people who is just chasing a dream without actual paper to support it. Uh, it's like I tell my friends all the time, you know, you can have a rocket, but... Without the fuel, you know, to go to the moon, you're not going anywhere, and, and the fuel is the, cu- the currency. So, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, but 
how old are you when you're on national television and you're at the Apollo? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, super young. We're probably like maybe, what, I was probably like 16, no, probably like 16, 17, right, right, so? No, that is young. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still feel young. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're you just, look young, Joe. We're talking about this off air. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'll be 30 in December. And, like, I still feel young. I feel like my 30s are going to be, like, the peak years. Oh, yeah, man. 40s to new 20. I don't care what nobody say. 40s to new 20. Maybe not for your knees, but for everything else, 40 is the new 20. Well, and if I gotten what I wanted, and I can't even remember what I wanted when I was 16. I mean, some things haven't changed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if I gotten what I wanted at 16, I don't know if I would have, like, had that ability to keep it sustainable, like you're mm-hmm. saying. Like, when you... I guess you. I was watching something last night that uh, before we watched Hard Knocks, which I mm. love. Hard Knocks, mm-hmm. really good season this year with the Browns. Um, it's a new thing on HBO called The Shop, and it's uh, LeBron James like hosting it. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And we watched it last night, and it was damn good. <laughs> it, it was really good because people were not holding back. Yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. what they're saying, and then but. John Stewart made a point. He was in there kind of playing the, the Jew white guy. <laughs> John well, Stewart's and that's hilarious, that, though. You know, incredible. <laughs> and they're like, well, why did you stop? And he said, I started doing things out of laziness. Like, I started making creative decisions out of laziness instead of being hungry and passionate. So it's like, mm. it's time for me to step aside and let somebody else take my place. Right, right. And so it's kind of when you're young, you, you think, oh, it just happens. But you didn't take the time to keep it going. Yeah. And so I'd imagine it's been, I mean, I'm not sure how old you are now, but yeah. it's been a long road since it, it then. It has, it has. You know, uh, but, you know, Val talked to me and he was like, look, because uh, I'm the type of person, I'm, 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 very, I'm very passionate and very uh, I'm perfectionist about what I'm doing. And for so long, I was like, hey, it's not good enough yet. It's not good enough yet. I don't release it. And he was like, dude, just put it out. And he was like, you know, you have to get this snowball rolling. So that you can finally, you know, you can, you know, see that you know, people are gonna love it. And, and he was right. It's, I literally put a snippet out uh, on Facebook. It was just a sm- small, ten seconds uh, snippet, and within like two days, they already had like eight hundred and fifty views. You know, and, wow. and, and and to me, that's big for someone being, you know, no one yet who's not really, you know, I'm just an artist just coming back out, and it's just a small little snippet, you know, and people were loving it. And I was getting comments, and people were like, "Oh my God, when's the album?" And I was like, "Well, hey." It's actually coming out September first, so that's this Saturday. Exactly. No, exactly. how can people? Well, number one's the name of the EP. Oh, it's called Heart Headed. Heart Headed. Heart Headed. Exactly. Okay, like elaborate on that, man. Okay, look, you know, <laughs> Heart Headed. Oh, um, we were, we were brainstorming, thinking about it, and um, you know, me and Echo was on the phone one night, and I was like, man, you know what? I want something that that you know, describes the music when it comes to relationships and. Uh, what we as people have been through, you know, uh, both male and female, when it comes to being with someone and learning lessons, and uh, if you, when you, once you hear the album, you'll hear in a very creative, fun way. Uh, it's talking about makeups and breakups, and yeah. we've all been there, and we've all been hard headed. You know what I'm saying? We've all, we've all, we've, we've all, gotcha. we've all uh, led with our, with our, you know, I guess you could say what we thought was our heart doing the right thing. But end up realizing later on it, it wasn't the right thing. You know well, I mean, I've been hard-headed. I certainly know what you're talking about yeah. there. But uh, it's like the total agony of being in love. And you just, <laughs> exactly. It's like a prison of feelings, man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You just ignore everything your mind tells you to do. It's like, get out of it. Then she twists over. It's okay, okay I got to stay. It's like, ah. <laughs> women, well, you know, women are the epitome of it. You know what I'm yes, saying? It's just, yes, yes. Well, and I actually, like, you know, the Book of Faces does that, like, memory thing. Like, on this date, you posted this. I posted, this goes, I mean, it's in a, it's a time immemorial thing. Since human beings started thinking and right. making love and doing things, mm-hmm. it's a common thread, and I 
posted some Shakespeare quote where, and I'll paraphrase it, I'm not going to actually quote Shakespeare because I can't. Um, if I could, I would. Yeah, I know. Um, but he's essentially saying, like, when you see one of your buddies and he's in love, you're like, what an idiot. <laughs> like, why is he acting like such an, a fool? And then you say, I'll never be that way. And then it ends up you fall in love and now you're the idiot. And the argument against yourself. Yeah, the contradiction. And there's something about that, too, where, like, whether it's something good and other people don't understand, or I've been in the situation where all my friends are saying, Joey, this is going to end very badly. I'm like, no! It's meant to be. <laughs> the naive self-conversation. <laughs> they were right. Yeah. They were very, very right. But uh, that is throughout the album, and we came out with this song, and I mean... I didn't go to Yale or anything, mm -hmm. but uh, who the hell is Roxanne? <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, Roxanne is is was meant to be, uh, you know, that one woman that's kind of like uh, the one that, that that makes you forget about the rest. Mm. You know, that's why. And that's why it says I've been looking. I mean, I've been thinking about Roxanne. You know, the uh, master plan. Exactly, the master plan. You know. Uh, oh yeah, she's the master uh, achiever. Exactly. She's the top dollar woman. Exactly. She's that one that literally, when you see her, everything else seems to stop. You know, so okay. why Roxanne? Why the name Roxanne? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> y'all may laugh, but um, okay, growing up, y'all remember a goofy movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And then we're, You're we're so right. childish, man. <laughs> but y'all remember Roxanne? You know how she, she was the one everybody wanted. And uh, Max went crazy, man. He, he he literally had he had to dance a power line just to get this girl. That movie. So, <laughs> and you're reminding me, Roxanne, I remember as a kid, and it's weird. This is a weird thought, but I'm just going to say it. It's like, man, a cartoon character's hot. Yeah, and, and she I was. See, I wasn't going to say it, Joey, but you said it. It's true. She was, though. You know? like, As you a child, you're looking at it like, damn, man, if I was only it's like a, in this cartoon. It's like a, a humanoid dog creature. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little like, rat mixed with a marsupial something. I don't know it's what like, it was. It's like, what's the uh, the female Bugs Bunny in Space Jam? Oh, uh, you talk Lola. Lola. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah. See, you're a perv, Joey. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're a perv, man. It's like, well, but that's why they're all looking at her. I know. All those looney <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. But they got to make her like that just to make... Oh, of course. You know. Well, oh, we yes. fall for the... That's the thing. You fall for these tricks. You fall for the tricks of the makeup and the curves. And then yeah. I'm, I'm starting at a point where it's like... There are so many good-looking women out there. Oh, of course. Different that you suits. need to look for the Roxanne. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's so many women who pay to look good. Like, you, women out there look good, but when they get home, man, there's so many women who will trick you. Like, you'll see one in the street, look, they have a banging body, face on 10. They get home, they take the eyelashes off, take the eyebrows they drew on that morning off, the body shape. Of, and you, you you got Danny Glover in the bed, and you never would have moved, you know? <laughs> they got to stop tricking us like that, Joe. It's, yeah, it's this is an Operation Dumbo Drop here. I'm not sticking my hand. There, <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing, uh, Miss Potato Head? No, but I know what you mean by the that kind of that archetype, that Roxanne character, where mm -hmm. you aren't just like you know. I've been hard headed, but I've also been hard headed. Yes. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> in many senses of that word, where you you're doing the wrong thing and for the wrong reasons. Well, it's not really wrong; it's just short sighted. Yeah, I'll put it that way: short sighted. <laughs> exactly. Um, but when you meet. 
somebody and you start thinking about where's my life going. Mm-hmm. That's I think the the deepest moment. Exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, especially now that you know when you get older, you know it starts to become more and more important and uh, more serious to find that rock sand, so to speak. You know. Well, I mean, it hit me, and uh, I'm wondering if it's happening. Uh, your own life. Have you met that Roxanne? Because I haven't, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. But, um, and to get serious for a moment, I don't want to bring it down too much, but when I saw, like, my mom get real sick and she's yeah. about, I mean, right before she died, it was like, and that's real love, seeing my grandparents around her, seeing my dad stick around. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't always the great home life, but that's like, okay, I'd, I'm, I'm going to a bachelor party this week, and I'm mm-hmm. going to hang out and have fun, and I'm looking forward to enjoying my 30s, my 40s, and all the good times, and hopefully having kids one day. But you also got to deal with, that if you look your whole life, I had to deal with death real quick. Yeah. And it, it brings things into perspective, it it especially does. when like all you're falling for is curves and, you know, yeah. and some spanks. Well, honestly, right. I'm, I'm I'm not looking for Roxanne. Right? I'm looking for Diana Ross. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I was settle, I was settle for Dirty Diana right about now. You know, Roxanne, when you get in your 30s, you know, Dirty Diana in your 20s, something like there that. There it is. I like it. No, I like it. No, do you have a Roxanne? I don't. Her? I don't. You yet. don't. Yeah, I'm still looking for her. You're imagining it though. You, oh, like yeah. you, you know it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely can imagine her. Um, you know, someone with a great personality, of course. That's that's off the rip. Um, you know, someone I can actually have a conversation with, and we're not just, you know, two people just staring at each other, you know, while we're eating dinner or something. Uh, someone who actually has a goal, like, is goal-oriented, you know, they want something in life, you know. Right. So, so, so many times I feel like nowadays, you know, in our generation especially, you meet women, you know, they can't even boil water, they can't even, you know, <laughs> you know they, they don't even know the current events, you know, what's going on in today's world. No, that that's what uh, drives me nuts. Is exactly. I'm not necessarily looking for like the traditional, like the leave it to Beaver. Oh, honey, I'm home. Yeah, but, but you know, I there was this one moment, and it was a girl who I my friends told me don't do it. Uh, but like I, somebody told me, it was again round mom and yeah. all that. You know, don't fall for the first person brings you a casserole. Right. Which is yeah. like when you're morning and they bring over the food, yeah. which they do, and they're like, oh, how sweet. But this girl. It was weirdly at the same apartment complex I went to in Auburn. Mm. And like I asked her where her apartment is. I pull up, and I'm like, I literally lived downstairs for two years. She's <laughs> like, oh, wow. And she goes, are you hungry? And she makes me pizza rolls, of all things. That yeah. doesn't take much effort. That is oh, like see, nah, tiny see, nah, hot pockets. You're supposed to choke her, Joey. <laughs> you're supposed to have choked her right then, making you pizza rolls. You wanted you a casserole. I'm thinking she's going to make a souffle. But the pizza rolls were kind of sentimental, because I used to make pizza rolls. Uh, I see, know. That's why see, you don't want nobody who do what you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I got to still give her... Um, an A for effort, though. I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, she at least tried. You know, Ty, shut up. <laughs> no, she made me a legit dinner later. Okay, okay, well, yeah, okay. She made me like a rump roast. Yeah, you got to make a, a a steak and potatoes or something. <laughs> exactly. You know, some, uh, some anything but spaghetti and pizza rolls. No, but I'm willing to do that too. I, I, I'm happy with it being two both ways. I oh, like yeah. cooking up a mean steak. I oh, actually like, prefer cooking. Yeah. Now I can, I can, I can literally burn, man. You What's know, your signature dish? Me, 
Uh, I can do uh, I can do good collard greens. I can do a Parmesan uh, cheese and uh, chicken scamp. Man, let me tell you something. I, I like Italian food. So I do a lot of scampies and tetrazzinis and little noodles and stuff, man. No, I just Chef I got a boy RD. I got a warning. If we're gonna keep talking about food, I start making noises. This is what happens when I start. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta have pretty feet for me to cook for you, though. Oh really? Yeah, I can't deal with a woman with ugly He's feet. A feet. That's guy. a turn off. <laughs> feet guy. Yeah, no, he was just... he was naming all that stuff. I'm like, man, you gotta say pretty toes. I don't know. You know, I'm not you a can't... feet. I'm not a feet man, man. So she can have some wolf foots. I mean, <laughs> I'm just asking. Can I mean, she have wolf feet? I mean, no, of course. No, but uh -huh. but it's not the first thing I look at. It's know? not the first thing you look at, but if she start rubbing her toes on you and you start getting cut, I bet you leave. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm not. <laughs> oh, thank you. So you got to safe, good feet, nice feet. <laughs> Is it just a hygiene thing? Like, are they? Well it's fed? a hygiene thing. I mean, man. but uh, sometimes some people are born with some weird feet. Like well, big well, feet? Well, sometimes God makes fun of people on purpose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sometimes God just makes people on purpose just for just for us to have a good laugh. But right. they, he didn't make them for me. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, damn. <laughs> no, Tosh. Like, how long did this take? This EP kind of. What's the process here? Oh, man. Uh, Fascinated by this stuff. Honestly, Joey, this was a this over a year, two years of me just honestly, like I said, procrastinating, not thinking it was good enough yet. Um, but now that I've actually, when I say I literally have, I kid you, I, I, I do not kid you. I literally have about enough enough material for the next four albums I already stored up. Nice. That, that's how much music I just kept making, kept making, kept making, kept making. And they were like, look, just release something, you know? And I just never thought it was good enough. And finally, like I said, Bow was like, dude, I promise you, it's amazing. And so, I promise you, uh, for now on, you're going to hear nothing but nonstop material. Do you yeah. think the album's making a comeback in this day and age? Uh, I do think that it's going to open some eyes, uh, and that's not being cocky. I'm, I'm saying because I feel like it's good music again. You know, right. uh, it, you know, for people who actually give it a chance to listen to it, I feel like they're going to love it because it's a it's a different sound, but also brings back a little bit of that 90s feel a little bit as well, you know? Well, and I also, I'm thinking generally, too. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you can stream one song, you can pull up one video on YouTube. I'm buying the whole album's But yeah, I'm it. into the the listen to the whole project yeah. like how does it flow how does it go together oh yes yes i promise we made sure that we put from track one to the end uh that it would flow perfectly for you like we we got uh it comes out so much energy it goes into a love the love you know song within the middle and it comes back and leaves out with with a burst of energy so it, it's going to give you uh the love makeup and breakup you know all throughout the album you know so you're good and that's like why you that. should get a whole project. Like, I mean, honestly, people people go download certain songs where they like, but when you sit, I want the type of album that I can put in my car and drive to Huntsville, Atlanta, wherever. I can right. drive two, three hours and just listen to it, and I'm and I'm in a zone. I'm in a vibe, you know. I'm a little inebriated, but I'm in a vibe with it. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's the type of music I want. Well, that's what I mean. The first time you were on the show, I was praising, just raving about Childish Gambino. Yeah, and Awaken yeah. My Love. And it's because that album just flows. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, it's a genius. And it's a throwback to, like, my favorite, like, funk music. Yes, I love man. That I just, every time I hear Childish Gambino, I think of Prince. Uh, yeah. uh, even even Bruno Mars. People like that, I just think of people like Prince and uh, Michael Jackson. I think it's Jackson. Michael Jackson's birthday uh -huh. today. It is. It is 60th it is. birthday. Yes. Happy birthday. King of Pop. Yes. Man, he's been coming up a lot lately. Like, uh, last night, Baron and I talked about that, how we had talking about how Louie came back. Yeah. And all these folks are upset that it's too soon after Louie, you know, pulled out his junk and, you know, in front of those women. I mean, people make mistakes. But, it, you know, Baron pointed out, and he was correct, one of the guys who got a really raw deal uh, was Michael Jackson. And that mm -hmm. they got, he got accused of all that stuff, but... 
He didn't do that crap. No. no. And then and they they tried to slander him, but you could never. People still loved Michael Jackson. Even though Michael has at least ten different faces. Like Michael you <laughs> Michael ain't never looked the same, you know what I'm saying? He had at least ten different faces, but his music was always the same sound. Like you got the same feeling whether he was doing Dirty Diana or or or, or what's the other one with uh uh what's the song, man? Oh, what's the song? I hate when I get brain farts. Yeah, when that happens. <laughs> the one when he did uh, "A Man in the Mirror," like oh, yeah. those two oh, different yes, versions, yes, two different types yes. of songs. But you 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 get that feel because his voice and the way he performs it, you just feel you feel Michael. Yeah, and you can't throw Michael away. Same with Prince or Elvis, for that matter. You feel them. Well, Michael was one of those guys. I I don't know how many instruments he could play directly, but he didn't need to. He yeah. could convey an idea to a musician with just his words. He could also mm. sing the melody. Could, he had the rhythm. Like, dance on the like he could dance uh. on the music literally. Like you could just watch Mike dance on top of the the, the notes. I'm like, come on, man. Well, and for me, because I can go back, like m talk about love affairs. I I mean, my first love affair is music. Yeah. And I mean, the guy who made me want to play guitar was Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin. Mm. Like, there's this thing on that DVD. I've talked about this before, but uh, how they open up since I've been loving you in Madison Square Garden. He does this nasty little sloppy kind of guitar run up the neck, and I don't want to be able to do that. And I don't know if I've ever gotten that. Far, but can you play the guitar? Though? Oh yeah, I'll bring it in one day. I was, wow. I used to mess with the bass a little bit. I yeah. left it alone though. I want to get back into it. It's just yeah. something about the guitar. The it's guitar fun. is a sexy instrument. Well, and then I fell in love with Prince on some oh, yeah. cruise where, well, this guy named Wilson started playing Purple Rain. This whole couch full of women, big women. Now that I remember, they're big girls. Oh, yes. And uh, they started <laughs> singing along. And I'm like, who, what is this music that's getting all these people, you know, coming together? Yeah, and so that's kind of like the two that are real influential to me. What about you, Taj? Like, who, when you look back at, like, the greats, or, or don't have to be the usual names like for you personally mm -hmm. who like comes to mind that influences you and made you man, want to make music oh Michael Jackson number one uh, for sure without, without, without a rip uh, without a doubt man Michael Jackson I love Michael Jackson I grew up listening to all his music um, I love Childish Gambino that is I would say that's probably my second favorite artist um, Drake third you know uh, that's just those three people you know Coming up, listening to them, uh, of course, Michael first, and then Charles Gambino. I've known him. I've, I've listened to Charles Gambino ever since Kawaii, you mm -hmm. know, and, uh, and and Firefly, you know, uh, before he was even famous and he was coming out with an EP, you know. Right. Uh, I was a fan of his, so you know, that's kind of you know, I'm not I'm not saying I'm trying to inspire to be, you know, exactly like them, but I'm saying is they influence me every single day, you know, with the, with what they, you know, with what I hear from them, you know, and and their accomplishments, you know. So that's pretty yeah. much. But you know, I I had something I want to ask you though. You, you okay. Said, you said guitar. I would love. Um, I would love for you to actually jump on the on the track. Uh, sure. With, you know, yes, sir. Yeah, lay some strings down because see, we have. I would love to record that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, the, the second album is called Celebrations, and it's going to be so much like soul and sexy. Okay. And I would love to put some guitar in there. That'd be amazing if you like to do that. I would love to do that. Yeah, we should record sure. a song with live instruments. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That would be so James Brownish, exactly. man. That would be. Yeah. Uh, now I've played this for the audience before, and this is old. This is. This is you? Me, like, just messing around. While my roommates, like, play Madden or some mm -hmm. video game, I'd be in my room just trying to, like, be a one-man band. So this is just me messing around, and there's no lyrics. There's, it's just, like, playing guitar. And it's a, uh -huh. 
deliver. Yeah. And I'm a little rusty, but I can pick it up, especially if I know what you're going for. I would love to no, do no, it. No, I love this right here. I love this Jimi Hendrix yeah. feel. You sure you ain't on drugs? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, Hendrix. not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Jimi used to load up. Yeah. This, this gives me like that, uh, kind of like that old, like, uh, that, that, that soundtrack for Top Gun or something, man. Like, you yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, for sure. I like this, man. I like this, too. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I would love to collaborate. Because, um, hell, I've been meaning to. I've been seeing that guitar st- sitting on the wall. Mm-hmm. Going, mm. How man, often did you get to I, pick it up? In a while, You know, and I hate to keep coming back to the sad thing, mm. but ever since I can remember my mom laying in this bed, and she was kind of incapacitated, and I remember playing for her. Mm. And since that day, it's been like three years, I picked up here or there. And I and what's cool is the older I get, the easier it is for me to like hear something and go, oh, okay. And unless it's like technically crazy, yeah. I can hear something and hear music really well now, better than I was when I was younger or could when I was younger. Um, but yeah, I just haven't. Other things take control. Other things take priority. Whether it's the job or right. I always want it to be like some big music star mm-hmm. and like I hated the idea of just being a cover band because mm-hmm. that's what everybody wanted to do in college mm-hmm. I'm like no let's make original music that can be poignant and thoughtful but let's also make music like where it's a sh- I've always loved a show so like let's go hire some models yeah, right. let's have them sing but also dance and also walk through the crowd mm-hmm. and be handing out things mm-hmm. like swag or whatnot, and like kind of make it a whole production exactly. I love that exactly. approach to like if you're going to be out in front of people it needs to be a show it does it does but I mean the music's got to come first yeah. Uh, and yeah so it's been too long you kind of got me going asking me that question I, no, know, no, I can no. see you getting let's excited seriously let's do it yeah, let's do look it. how Joey's over here glowing and blushing <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> I am <laughs> yeah I'm all flushed tonight no let's do yeah. it okay. it's a, so you know it's a wrap you'll be on celebrations Joey okay yeah well you, uh, just made me happy <laughs> <laughs> making my baby face squish out like oh, man. I, I love Joe man I love Joe yeah, Joe's guy. the realest uh, great guy well, I love you guys <laughs> Let's <laughs> hit a break. Going out with some rocks. Right, cool. Got Taj Maverick in the studio. Thank you, man. Album Thank you drops me. Saturday. Yeah, September 1st. Go get it. Go get it. Where can they get it? Apple I- or Apple Music, uh, Tidal, Spotify, uh, any major platform, honestly. It's, it's, on, it's on, on over like 150 platforms. It's crazy. Awesome, awesome. Yes, we yes. also got Deanne hanging out. Yeah, I'm chilling. Yeah. Well, quick break. We'll be right back after this. Good God, you want another level And girl, you know you make me better And girl, you make Vision, a goal without a dream, life with no meaning, drug without a fiend. Find myself overdosing when I seen you in them jeans, jeans, jeans. Thank God you came from good genes. Body of a goddess with some intellect. A southern dialect that made me speak in tongues when I'm trying to get a measure of your mind. And it gets better when we intersect. Cross legs, but I interject. Lost with words when we in the bed. Climax, then we recollect. Remind me how you mind me the best. Girl, you just don't know. Joey Clark. How do I 
Uh, welcome back, folks. Sorry for that little edit, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much needed. <laughs> I like this one a lot. This oh, yeah, is the one. This is, this, is, uh, this is the one that was pr- produced and, um, by Jamal Gosby and also co-written by uh, Bow Fam. Uh, he goes by Classic. He's the same uh, gentleman that actually brought Dobie out. You know, okay. and, and actually managed Dobie in you know, Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. So, so he, uh, he's, it's my family right there. So he jumped on the track and he said, "Hey, let's do this," and uh, it turned to gold, man. Yeah, I, I love it because I, I don't know. I, the words. I mean, I love the beat. I love how it kind of builds and it mm-hmm. can comes back. But the words, especially that opening, just you know, it's like, ooh. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I heard the <laughs> right. recent jeans. Go jeans. Okay. I like, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, but oh, I forgot. I was going to introduce y'all to uh, Randall here. Oh on the phone. man. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's go. Well, let's hey, go, Randall. hey, Randall. What's up? What's going on, man? Man, plug with no scene. I hear you, brother. Man, that's the, I love that. That was pretty good right there, man. And I want to say, first of all, thank you for not putting, you know, I'm going to say mixtape is, that's what's going to bring the LP back, Joe. That's what's going to bring the album back. Mm-hmm. People like him, you know, naming the album, putting the heart into it. And, and if it fails, hey, they put the heart into it and then they named it. They didn't just say, hey, I got a mixtape. And I mean, no shade on, on Road Band, but the mixtape he got out is so good. If he would just, you know what I mean, took a little more time, you know, you, people like that, and then you got you got thousand nights that's out, you know, and he, you know, he's pushing his, and that's real good, man. That's good that you named it and that you put your heart into it. I really appreciate it, man. Thank one. you, thank you so much. Yeah, man, it. and it's good, it's good to hear y'all again, and hear your voice, man. Enjoy. You can take this forever, man. There's so many, there's so much talent, Montgomery. It really, is. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, and it's it's just been held back. And I, man, you can you can really make a difference right here, George, for this side. And ain't no doubt. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and what, what I what I seen when y'all was talking, if Joy could just do a whole song. I mean, after y'all do your little guitar riff on his album, let Joy just lay it down a whole new a whole new beat with a guitar, put his heart into it, oh, yeah. and he play mm-hmm. a track on without it. Without a doubt, without a doubt, that's the man. Plan. You know, that, that's but anyway, fellas, man. I ain't gonna hold y'all up because y'all y'all got a good conversation. And, and, and what's, what, what's your name, man? I'm Randall, man. Randall, you know, Randall. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, you know, the, when he lays down his track and he does a whole beat, I'm going to say this. This idea was produced by Randall. Okay. Yeah, oh no! I hear you. <laughs> you deserve the credit, Randall. Oh, hey, yeah. I, I go. I push it in every club. I go. Hey, I bet he. I bet he got a little pressure. I bet he got a little pressure. Hey, just bring a change. Just, just bring a change of shorts, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. That's what I want to have. Change underwear. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. All right, brother. We'll see you, Randall. Yeah. I, I don't want to have that kind of fun with Randall. <laughs> no, me either. But if the music makes it. <laughs> Happen, the music okay. makes it happen as long as it makes it happen uh, in your own car. Oh man, no, he he brings up a good point. I've had this thought. Yeah. Why is it everybody's having like Atlanta's close and like mm-hmm. Atlanta's an easy drive, but it, to make it, why do you have to go to New York City right. or Los Angeles? Or I get it. There's more people. Yeah. And there's established kind of institutions, yeah, legacies, more there. money there. And I get that. But why can't you like take a Montgomery and get people together and put it on the map? Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. it's, it's a lot of people here, man. Who, who? One thing about Montgomery, man, it's hard to find people here who is willing to work as hard for somebody else's dream as their own. So many people out there out for themselves, or mm-hmm. or they want to, you know, they they, they want to do what they want to do, and they. 
it's hard to get a group of people together for one idea because everybody wants to be the captain. Everybody wants to do this and do that. When if you got everybody together that's talented, whether they're uh, musicians or radio personalities or news anchors or comedians or actors or whatever, and everybody say, hey, let's do this one thing and make Hollywood notice us. Yeah. And come on, man. I mean, like Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx were here yeah. for a day. For a whole movie that's centered yeah. around Montgomery. Yeah. They is, shot only a day. This is the guy, I'm, for his name is slipping out of my mind. Who? Oh, uh, the Legacy Museum. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Uh, I can't remember his name. Brian, uh, right? He, uh, Brian, I think. He, he was the lawyer. Uh, well, he was a, he is a lawyer, but the movie is centered around one of his first cases that got him big. Yeah. And I think Jamie Foxx is playing the guy that he actually got off. And Michael B. Jordan is playing a lawyer, man. But the whole movie is is in Montgomery, but they're shooting it in California and come down here and shoot for a day in the city just to say, okay, we shot a piece of Montgomery. Right. Like, don't, don't nobody respect Montgomery enough. Michael B. Jordan even called it Birmingham. Well, I, <laughs> I actually had a guy message me. He goes, Joey, I'm in Birmingham for the weekend. We should meet up. I'm like, I'm in Montgomery, man. Come on. I know, Come man. on. Like, but that museum's a big deal for Montgomery. It is. And really, I, and on, I have to be honest, I haven't gone yet. And me neither. I and I, I'm ashamed yet. that I haven't yet. Yeah, uh, and I, and I need to. I want, I want to take my kids. I really want to go. Uh, I just be so busy, man. I, I get so caught up right. when I do have an off day or off weekend. I just be want to rest. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, uh, I'm gonna make it my point before the year is over to go Likewise. to the, uh, the museum and the uh, what is it, the Legacy Museum and the uh, what's the other one the EGIS the the part some, equal justice equal justice some, it's two, or two different like parts but yeah. I'm gonna go to both. Yeah, I've been meaning to go, and I'm the same reason. It's like, oh, yeah. I got waking off. I'm not doing anything. I know, right, man? It takes a lot of time to not do anything. I know, man. I mean, you know how long I look forward to not getting out of my bed, just exactly. sitting there drinking a bottle of wine or something, right. catching up on my shows. Wait, straight out of the bottle? Straight out the bottle, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out the bottle. Like, yeah, that's how it's done. Now you said, <laughs> you're saying that this is going to be on iTunes, on Tidal, and yes, yes, Spotify. For some reason, I'm like paying for both iTunes and Tidal. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it was because Prince was exclusive to Tidal. Okay, I still haven't yeah, I hadn't I taken the subscription off yet. But I mean, I was mentioning to you last night that. It's, I love in any industry where you can make end runs around like the old legacy institution. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That you can like put out your own stuff and reach thousands, if not millions of people. Oh, yes. Yes, without a doubt. I mean, now they make it to where uh, you're your own boss, you know? And I, I feel like we're the, this is the era of entrepreneurship. Um, there's so many talented, you know, um, very, very smart individuals, you know, coming up now that, you know, are learning earlier and earlier how to run a business. And how to do things on our own, mm -hmm. exactly. and um, you know, I, I thank God they made it to where we can do it ourselves now. Especially like now, you have like a uh, iTunes. They have something now with in any artists out there. I will say this also because I, you know, I feel like you definitely want to pass on knowledge. Definitely before you start doing anything, get your ASCAP, get your BMI, get registered. You know, because you're missing out on money if you if you don't. Right, and they did. They passed a new law, I think, to where it, mm -hmm. it pays off artists more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, and that and it's all one place, so it, it's pretty streamlined as long as you register. It's, exactly, it's, it's lazy if you don't. I exactly, feel exactly. Like. It's, it's not a reason not to go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. No, and that makes a lot of sense to me, and I just love it because I'm big on uh, what's the line. No, I can't remember it. But it's just entrepreneurship and people building their own life out. Because yeah. we have the tools so readily available exactly. these days. Exactly. And uh, we were talking last night, too, Taj, about how, I mean, anything that's worth it, it's going to require a little bit of pain. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. man. No pain, no gain. 
a little bit of struggle. I know. I mean, I've seen some set. I haven't seen Diet live on stage, but I saw. I caught a set that where he killed. That was you know on oh, YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm sure you've gone up on stage. I don't call you out or anything, but I'm sure you've oh, gone yeah. on stage bomb. Man, I've gotten. I've done a show on stage, man. Back in 2000 and uh, I think 11. I never forget. This. It was probably the second time I got on stage, and I'm just going and do say. Uh, it's not your night, man. Get off stage. And I'm like, okay, then. <laughs> and even recently, I've done a show where, you know, I'm not, it's, you know, but that's because, you know, I'm trying new stuff or I'm trying different things. If if you're complacent or comfortable where you are, man, you'll never grow. You have to exactly. try things. You have exactly. to Absolutely. not be afraid to fail and not be afraid to get those quiet nights because that's how you know where you stand as an artist. And like a musician, exactly. hey, put your stuff out. Go go to a, a, a bar, a club, say, hey, play this. Let me see how the crowd reacts. So, exactly. You get what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to let people see your crowd. That's your genius. Exactly. Don't be afraid to let people see your genius, man. It starts with you. You're absolutely right, D'Anthony. If, 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 if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Right, Period. exactly. Exactly. Well, and be willing to like be a little embarrassed, fail a little uh-huh. bit. You're not going to be perfect, and well, we never be perfect, but you're not going to be the best you can be from the get go. No, nah. No one ever was. Yeah, and last night I went on a rant. I listened back. Went on a rant about how we're nerfing society, mm-hmm. like you know, nerfing the edges of the table and all this stuff. Yeah. And, like everybody's a baby now. Like, oh. I can't believe I, j- I just thought of this again. <laughs> like, uh, apparently a few years ago, the Alabama Board of Education, it's not like a requirement, but mm. it's suggestions, it's guidance to physical education, PE teachers and coaches, that uh, no longer should kids play uh, kickball. What? Uh, or, uh, and especially they had a big warning next to dodgeball. You should mm. never have any kid of any grade being hit by a projectile. Oh, well. That's why they so sissified these days. Excuse exactly. me, French. You know, but <laughs> back in my days, a good dodgeball game, you made you a man. Well, and exactly. Red Rover was in there, too. I remember playing that as a kid. Yeah. Uh, okay, what? what happened? Okay, kickball. It's like in dodgeball, okay, it hurts a little bit. Get over it. What, what are they going to take football out of high school now? Oh, they're probably going to start. Yeah, after that Will Smith movie came out, they, everybody's, well, you know, they cause concussions. First off, shut up. <laughs> Name me one football player that got one other than in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, I had my bell rung when I was playing, but like, uh-huh. I wouldn't go back and change it. And this is, we're just talking about physical stuff. Yeah. And that's, that stuff's easy. Like, once you go through that, it's like especially dodgeball, whatever. Come it's on, a ball. Yeah. Um, but if you're talking about something that takes, like, that master plan, like, I got to think several years ahead and several steps ahead and all these different moving parts, how is somebody going to prepare themselves if you're just kind of making the world right? Like, you never exactly. have to try. It's too pacified now. Uh, right. and, and, you know, you and I talked about this uh, the other day, Joey, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Um, even with the, you know, the shooting, you know, at the game tournament. Yeah. You know, um, you know, that was a sad event. But we talked about how that came from uh, pretty much these children being brought up thinking that everyone's a winner. You know, giving a, giving an award to you know just just for showing up or you know, appreciation award. You know, and not teaching them the value of actually accomplishing something. You know, through hard work. Exactly, and, and like you'll always be a winner. Like I think that guy won the Madden tournament the year before, yeah. mm-hmm. and he couldn't take the I think the failure of losing. And I, there's probably other things going on too. That's but that's a weird topic, and maybe we're just able to better identify it these days. But 
I can't remember, like, my parents, when I hear them talk about growing up, the pervasiveness of, like, mental illness and people mm-hmm. being so depressed all mm-hmm. the time and these sort of things. I think that comes from boredom. Yeah. It comes from not being challenged. You exactly. sit me in a room with nothing to do but a paddle ball. <laughs> I would be mentally ill and depressed, too. <laughs> <laughs> sit me outside with some skates, a ball. Let me get scraped up a little bit, man. Exactly. Yeah, well, that reminds me on a lighter note that uh, a woman of all people sent me a uh, a little graphic, like a pie chart, mm. and she said, "I'm a man." I'm like, oh, I hope you're not. <laughs> what? Especially like, the way I know you, I hope you're not. Uh, but the pie chart said, "This is me." Half the time, fifty-fifty, my mood is depression. The other half of the time, it's horniness. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe you are, man. Based on that standard, <laughs> but that, yeah, there's a little bit of something to that. Where, uh, and I've in my own life where I get lazy. Now I went through this kind of period, and I think it was being caught up in the education system too long. Mm. Where I'm happy I went to Auburn and graduated, but I wasn't. My heart wasn't in it. Yeah. It wasn't a, a love affair with that school and with the classes because I could tell the people around me, like the teachers, some were great, but then others were just like going through the motions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can believe it. In speech class, freshman year, I had a C. <laughs> wow. Well, because I'm like, why do I need an outline? I've got it, the outline in my head. I know, right? Like, I can, can't I just come over here and talk? Like, no, you got to do a, a systematic thing so I can grade it. On um, speech. <sighs> well, though, she challenged us the first day of class. And I was telling you off air, I'm a big Prince fan. Yeah. And everybody knows this if you've been listening. Mm-hmm. I talk about it too much. But uh, she says, nobody in this class, I bet, can come up here and stand in front of the class and talk for a minute straight. Without using filler words like mm-hmm. um and you know and whatnot, especially in the South. Well, you know, you know. <laughs> um, and I, I raise my hand and I go, I can do it. You know, okay, sure, Joey. You know, I step up to the front of the class and I say, Well, I was working part time, five and dime. My boss, I believe, was named Mr. McGee. Mm. He told me several times he didn't like my kind because I was I was a bit too leisurely mm. seeing that I was busy doing something close to nothing but different than the day before and that's when I saw her mm. I saw her she walked in through the outdoor <laughs> she wore a raspberry beret the kind you find at a second hand store <laughs> and, and the teacher goes you can't do that <laughs> what I know yeah, it yeah, you can't <laughs> I'm like yeah I can so the teacher knew it too yeah <laughs> well and I love the fact that you've got this album to bring it back to the, the to the EP Heart headed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I've always loved music that is kind of sensual and is pretty straightforward about sex. And mm-hmm. like in that song, there's one line I didn't really catch up with it until later. And I, the line is the rain sounds so cool when it hits the barn roof and the horses wonder who you are and the thunder drowns out with the lightning seas and you feel like a movie star. Mm-hmm. Say the first time ain't the greatest, but I had a chance to do it all again. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this guy's losing his virginity in a barn <laughs> with some chick who walked it in through the outdoor wearing a raspberry. What the what the hell? I like that and there are more oh, yeah. there's more, you know, straightforward crap. Mm-hmm. But you know, things like you know, Quest Love talking about the first time he heard Erotic City. And I remember the first time I heard that song. Mm. It's like, this this is allowed? I'm at the, <laughs> at the Catholic school, man. Like, this is repressed, repressed, repressed. And I don't I, I like music that's bold and out there, but it's not, especially when I was listening to your music, it wasn't 
like just for shock value. It's mm-hmm. like there's a point to it. Yeah, there's sure. a larger theme to this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's, it's you know when I created that, and especially Roxanne, and uh, even when you get more to the album, you hear Call Number Nine. Uh, each one has their own story, um, and you have to listen to each song to actually understand the story. You know, um, but I wanted, like I said, I wanted to talk about in the album. You know, makeups, breakups, bad decisions, good decisions. You know. Um, and you'll hear that so much throughout the album. You know? What are you pulling from here? Like friends, your own life? like Oh, for sure. Uh, experiences. Uh, that, that's what all life is, experience. Yeah. And and the whole album is about experiences when it comes to women that I've dated I should have dated. You know, women that I've dated that I should still be with now. You know? Right. Uh, and I think we all learn, because we all have those good ones that you know we were just too young and too dumb at the time, and we end up missing out. You know, And then we, now we're running into nothing but garbage at this point. You know? yeah. <laughs> so you're just a freak on ties there, because the whole I mean, EP, I, I, mean, you know? I can be, you know. It all depends <laughs> you on, you uh, keep running into garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say garbage, you know, I'm I mean, just I mean, talking, man. I mean, like, I'm running into girls that probably I shouldn't waste my time on, you know. Right. Um, and because of the, where their head is, you know, because you're hard headed. Hey, I'm hard headed, exactly. But I, then I, there's something going on because you know I have a cousin who I'm not give her all her air out all her dirty laundry, but she's now trying to help women. Where she's like all these garbage men, oh, and yeah. like there's this disconnect out there. I know. I think garbage is just a way to say you're not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Because you know, saying women claim there's no good men, and men claim that there's not that many good women. Well, if there's so many of y'all claiming ain't no good people, why y'all can't find each other? Exactly. People are so shallow in this society. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to be a certain height or a Man. certain look or a certain this, whatever. So they may bypass 100 good men, and the one they're looking at ain't good, but, oh, you know, he, there's no good men because all the cute ones are dogs. <laughs> well, I had somebody tell me something, and I, I don't know if I completely believe it, but the, the way this person put it, I went, oh, because it's such a blunt term. Mm-hmm. You know, the person said, uh, meat suit's a meat suit. Mm. I'm like, what? <laughs> like everybody's got a meat suit. Everybody's got a body. Mm. I'm like, well, some meat suits are more, you know, packed on than others. Oh yes. Some are, you know, but like, I, I heard the point. And actually, my issue isn't like too picky. Like, oh, she yeah. has man hands, or she doesn't look good in Ugly a certain feet. Way. Yeah, yeah it, it's not that. It's <laughs> more like I fall in love every few minutes at first sight. Like okay. I like so you get bored quick. It's not necessarily getting bored. It's like there's just so many people that you could fall. I don't really believe in the one thing. Oh, like, okay. Like, I think there could That's be... Deep. Well, to put it this way, I think there could be a lot of Roxanne's out there. You're right. And yeah. it can be. You're right. I do feel like... You, you don't know, believe in monogamy. <laughs> well, yeah, I, if I commit, I'll commit. Okay. If I commit, I'll commit. But I don't commit. Joey's lying. Okay, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I agree with Joey. I do, I do believe that you know, God created so many different... Um, rock sands, you know. Uh, exactly. Because if you only created one, I mean, that means that you only have one chance of love, and, and that's impossible. Mm, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that's just romantic comedy crap. We should have brought Brandon in here. Yeah. <laughs> he, watched, <laughs> you know, he would have had a lot to talk about on that. Well, for a guy who watches so many rom coms, he's so damn cynical. About this <laughs> he really he is. likes romantic comedies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm giving you ammunition now. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> I got to mess with him. I'm not sorry, Brandon. I'm not sorry. I'm, I'll bring him on tomorrow night. Oh, we'll yeah, I got him. Know. I'm going to sneak on with him. <laughs> yeah, but it's hard not to. Well, and really, I've, I've most of the time when I, you know, don't like this person or I'm bored on a date mm-hmm. or whatever, it's, I've looked in the mirror and gone, it's, it's me. Yeah. Like, you know, we brought up Man in the Mirror earlier. Yeah. And it's like that. That song applies. Most of the time, it's my problem. 
And, you know, it's not you, it's me. But it usually is. Yeah, see, I'm different. So I'm like, no, it's you. It's you. You're, <laughs> you're the reason I'm not having fun right now. You're a dishbag well, or whatever, yeah. you know. Well, no, I'll be honest. There are some people where I'm like, you're just boring, man. Yeah. Or yeah. we don't have the same interest or whatever. I'm not mm-hmm. feeling it. I hate a person. I I I just I'm gonna say hate hate such a hard word. I despise a woman who I can't have an hour long conversation with, and we're just talking about and it goes and it goes and it flows. There's never a, um so um you know I want somebody who I can just genuinely talk to and lose track of time. Oh, it's been an hour. Like that's that's yes, that's yes. sexy to me. Well, no, it makes me think of you know the song I was playing for y'all off air. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics are I've been living lonely for such a long time. I'm not complaining. The choice was mine. Mm. But now that I see your girl, I like her design. The way that you're moving's got me feeling your mind. Yes, sir. And like there's something to that where it can it could be whatever meat suit, but. It could be even how somebody's personality can come out and how they dance, how they do yeah, their uh, work, how they have a conversation. It's got to be the mind. It, yeah. the, the mind is the most important thing of, about personality, about meeting somebody, period. You'll never know you, if you're going to marry a person. Just I don't believe in love at first sight anyway. Right. People always love at first sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you fell in love with the booty, okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you never know, man, until you actually connect with that person mentally. You know what I'm saying? Like people say, you have to make love to your mind, their mind first, you know so Right, right. And, and also, you know, we was having a conversation about this, you know, um, uh, before, uh, I mean, a couple, a couple buddies of mine, we're talking about when it comes to society and when it comes to love relationships, uh, don't be afraid to, you know, go outside, I guess, the norm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, people now, I feel like, well, not now, but I guess people, a lot of, a lot of people get caught up in the whole, it got to be traditional. I got, I got, I have to, you know, do the same race thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, right. I mean, I mean, I feel like God would have made it so many different, amazing, different races. You know, on this on this world, if you did, if you couldn't go try, it. just like a buffet. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, love Puerto Rican. Exactly. Like you know, imagine coming home, <laughs> you know, and, and, and your white salsa dancing in, in, in the kitchen. You know, that, that's a whole different you know uh, experience. I feel like so. I mean, it's like it's like try new things. That way, you know what you really like, and you know, and, you, and you're completely happy. Well, I've always joked with people, yeah. and it's not really a joke. I'll probably end up having khaki babies. Yeah, <laughs> khaki babies. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, like that's that's the thing. That's all, and it it puzzled me when I was younger. And it, we'd have this conversation with you, date a girl of a different race, yeah. and some guys say no, and I it just would baffle me. I'm yeah. like, wait, so and so isn't like a beautiful woman, and yeah. then you can like pull out like, what if Beyonce is here and she's talking to you? And I'm yeah, like, well, exactly. Well, well, but Beyonce's different. I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> yeah, she got a well, couple million is. dollars different. Yeah, yeah that's it. You know, there's a Prince song called, well, on iTunes, it's called P Control. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Beyonce's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got that FU money, bigger than Jay Z. Oh, yes, my God. Yes. And I guess it takes people to balance each other out, but we're out of time, guys. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. And so, September 1st? September 1st. Guys, go get it. Uh, you know, you guys are really going to enjoy it. I look forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Pick it up. Pick it up. And you can find there's no excuse. It's everywhere. Oh, it's yeah, everywhere. It's everywhere. everywhere. Mama's Taj, house. Taj Maverick, heart headed. Heart headed, guys. It's going to be good. And this is a little taste right here. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, Joe. I appreciate you. How much I love you. How I love Joey Clark.